Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Boar Knight, Part 5, The Baba Yaga Kirin Saga Time passes in strange ways, whole days feel like mere moments, or mere moments a whole day. Sometimes it feels as though a whole year has passed, but we are reminded it is only March 3rd, and there is still much ahead of us. Other times, such as when sitting down to partake in our favorite pastime, hours feel stolen away. Time felt strange to Sir Nathaniel the Boar Knight the moment he saw the glistening stairs to Spinovin. He had reached them all too quickly, not soon enough, and perhaps at just the moment he was supposed to. Just as the sun was rising, it was taken away, a great, terrible weenie echoed through the forest, and in those collective seconds, Nathaniel and his friends shared a deep sadness. Madred felt a longing for her family, to see her many siblings laughing around the hearth of her childhood home. Winthrop's heart sank as he recalled the poems of the lost red fox, a story too sad to repeat and Nathaniel recalled his gloomy past, striving to bring peace to the souls of Boar's End. The forest wept. Something was greatly amiss. That terrible weenie rang out again, and right before the trio set out to investigate the magnificent Kirin, its neck tangled in the ropes of three raucous riders. The hunters' thunderous horses pulled the Kirin, hauling it away to an unknown but doubtless unpleasant destination. Without hesitation, Nathaniel ran, determined but at a great disadvantage with the short legs of a boar. His travelling companions fared similarly, their haste hindered by their gnomish and dwarven height. The great trunks and boughs of the trees muffled the kidnapped creature's cries. They lost sight of the three hunters and the Kirin. Our band of little heroes stopped, thinking not of stairs and star-filled skies left far behind, but of the mythical captive Kirin's plight. Where did they go? Willamere, 
en cuevas completamente oscuras, pero esto, esto es imposible. This is magical darkness the riders brought with them. Three horses, sun, gone, magic, darkness. Oh, it, it can only be the riders three. Ugh, I can't see a thing except Winnie's glowing rose. <laughs> we'll never find the Kirin now. Don't you understand that the, the Riders Three are the greatest hunters known to song? The Riders Three are the fastest in the land. Oh, poor Kirin. <sighs> we'll never catch up. The Riders Three work for the Great Witch. I mean, even if we do find them, oh, oh what do we do? Winnie, don't worry. We'll find a way. Look for hoof tracks, or, or or maybe we can hear them if we listen hard enough. Can you really do that? I didn't know a boar's sense of smell was so strong. If you can find them, I'll follow you into the dark, Sir Nathaniel, and we'll save the poor, magnificent creature. Really? Huzzah! We're right behind you, sir. Oh, but it's still so dark. Oh, wait up! I, I, I have the light. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. We've been on the trail for hours now. Uh, are we, are we sure we're, we're going the right way? We believe in you, sir. Keep at it. Maybe the scent will still be under the trees, where the rain hasn't hit. We can't leave the Kirin in the hands of those hunters. We'll look then. Look for tracks before the rain washes them away. Look! Over there! Through the trees! There's... There's a cottage? They might have seen the Kirin, or, or, or the Riders. Look at all the carved pumpkins, and the training dummies. Scarecrows? Oh, I've never heard of those. Why do they look like that? The scarecrow dummies? No, the, the, the pumpkin carvings. They, they all look so angry, with the forest behind them and... And the lighting. I have a bad feeling about this place. We shouldn't be here. Don't worry, Bard. You're with a knight and his squire. Now turn your back to the forest and face me. Oh, see, that little garden is not frightening at all. Zucchini, tomatoes, one oddly angry-looking cabbage, but nothing to be afraid of. Thank you. Now that I see it, yes, the little chimney and, and the vegetable plot remind me of my family home. Alas, that is, that is very far away now, I suppose. Though not as far as Boar's End, sir. Certainly no, not so far as that. There's smoke in the chimney. I would have thought somebody was home. Hello? Oh, visitors. All the way out here. <laughs> Small visitors, too. 
Let's see. Hmm. A gnome, a dwarf, and a boar. It is not every evening that I am visited by such strange guests on my doorstep. Well, it is very rare that I have any visitors at all. Oh, Sir Nathaniel. That really is a treat. Thank you, you're very kind. I work diligently on my garden. My zucchini makes the best muffins in the wood. And my cabbages the best transfiguration potions. <laughs> that may sound like bragging, but I want a ribbon for it, you see. Ma'am, have you seen that? No, I don't see much out here. Except one time I saw a whole flock of hummingbirds. That was a sight. I didn't know they flocked. Oh, and that one time with the eels. Wait, did, did you say eels were... Now, now, I have a whole bushel of chores to do today. Things need to get done even as your bones get rickety and can't seem to keep up with it all. Uh, you see, ma'am, we're looking for someone. Have you heard any... What aren't you um... strapping, young no? Why, if you can play that accordion on your back, I'd say you'd be a rather fetchy minstrel. Well, I can play it, and I'm I am a bard, you see. That's an old talent then. Not many youngsters these days with the squeeze box. I remember those days. The music sounding out, the dancing bear. Could never control that bear once he got to dancing, but he earned his frivolity. He was also the best sex accountant in the woods, see. But you'd never have guessed it, watching him do a fine hygiene. Whoa. What happened? The house moved. The house moved! So that's what an earthquake feels like from above ground. How strange. I agree, sir. That didn't feel like an earthquake to me. This is turning out to be such an exciting day. Visitors at my door, a tremor. Mm-hmm. Lucky day. Wait a quarter note. Sir Nathaniel. I have an idea. <coughs> Ma'am, do you like pumpkin? I enjoy everything I grow in my garden, Bart. Even the weeds and mosses. Great for the bees. Mm. Ma'am, we've been searching for some hunters who ran through here. Very close by and very loudly. Certainly you know something. <laughs> I'm afraid I've been inside all day drying my herbs and making a stew. Sadly, though, not enough to share, and my ears aren't what they used to be. I, I think you may know them, though. Three riders, fastest horses in the land, fastest riders in the sky. <coughs> <laughs> nothing. It's nothing. No need to worry. Must be all boosted. She likes to knock things over. My silly! <coughs> the Kirin! Upstairs! Well... Don't worry, Kieran. We're coming for you. Oh, no, you don't, little missy. No one barges into my hut. Now my carpet snap her up, wrap her up, tangle and tumble, squeeze and wheeze, punish trespassers these. I, I know who you are, but, but that, 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 that Kieran is coming with Sir Nathaniel, with, 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 with us. <laughs> oh, you say you know who I am, Barley. But you've got too much courage left to know the whole story. If so, you would have left when you figured it out. <laughs> Father.
Come to the wrong house, my sweet band of little heroes. The kitten is mine. Yeah, why? Why take the kitten? Stop your questions, little fools. No, see, I know your whole story, Baba Yaga. You, you said I didn't, and and, and that if I should be scared, and and, and I am, but, but, but I do. I do know the whole story, even your weakness. So you should be scared. Every question we ask ages you. So, why the Kirin? Why hurt ah. it? Why bring it here? Why, Why is that? Why the Rosukini? 
What kind of stone is that? Why? What's your favorite why? color? Why? Why? Stop. Why? Stop. I need the Kirin. I need its power to help me stay young. The more you ask of me, the more I will fight to keep it. Stop. What do you plan to do with it? I'll tie it to my house. And every day, its light will keep me young. No questions, but I have to ask something. Um... There has to be another way. There was. For hundreds upon hundreds of years, I used flowers to stay young. Beautiful blue roses that shone like moonlight, whose fragrances soothed the soul. But they are all gone. Disappeared with the shrinking forest. Disappeared into faraway lands I cannot trace. Adorning the dresses of elven brides as far as the mountains of Ezio. But none here. None left for Baba Yaga and her creaking bones. No! I do! I do! Let me go, Baba Yaga. Let me go and I'll show you one of your beloved blue roses. <laughs> You've one of my roses? I think not. Unwrap me! And you will find out for certain. For, for this, I promise, on my notes as a bard. Fine. <sighs> ah, now, I have it here somewhere. Ooh, ooh. Uh, mm. Here, ah, a blue rose, shining like moonlight. My dear... My love. Give it here. Give it here. Fine. As Sir Nathaniel says, you may have this rose. But if you let us all go, Kirin too, we can tell you where we found it. It's not the last. And Sir Nathaniel does not lie. Yes, yes, I'll free you all. Give me the location of my roses. Oh... Now, my roses. Tell me where to find my roses. <coughs> the Kirin too, then. <coughs> now tell me, I must tend to my roses. <coughs> my word is magic, dear knight. You are safe, so long as you fulfill your side of the deal. There are many bushes of them growing strong and beautiful within the massive mouth of the forest hall. It walked south just this morning. Oh, was it yesterday? The forest hall. <laughs> Not a problem for my quick riders three. We can fell the hall and take my roses in a day. No, don't you dare hurt the hall. Those roses are your side of the bargain, diminutive warrior. I'd be careful with your words. You see, if you kill the hall, the roses inside will die too. But if you just talk with the Hrall, you can work together, and your supply will last forever. I see. Yes, the Hrall is the perfect environment. I can't risk losing those roses. I will send my riders to find the Hrall and then move my house there, quick as can be. So out, out with you all, and take the Kirin with you. I have work to do. We did it! I knew we could. And, Winthrop, that was some quick thinking. How did you know it would work? Well, uh, bards know all kinds of stories and, uh, and, and stuff. It's, it's 
our dream to be the one to spread them. The big stories, the, the myths, the legends. And she's one of the greatest witches of legends. We're, we're very lucky to have found that rose when we did. Well, thank you, sir. I, I guess I did help a bit, too. Just... wondrous. These are the fairest times in all of history. Getting to live when creatures like this still walk the woods. I don't know how I can put you to song, fair Kirin. No words will do you justice. We've done a great thing today. Truly, you have. <gasps> Let your mind and snout guide you back, fair knight. Come now, on my orders, for your quest is only just beginning. Farewell, saviors great and small, and thank you. Standing in the woods just before Baba Yaga's cabin, our fair heroes watched in awe as the fine and fabled Kirin strode off into the depths of the woods. For timeless moments, the three heroes stood in silence as the glory of the Kirin faded from their eyes, but never in their hearts. Nathaniel knew then that if his quest failed, if he succumbed to Wormanism, he would still have done a great deed in freeing the Kirin, and that all in the world was not yet lost. Reluctantly, they stirred, and following Nathaniel's keen sense of direction, they turned to begin again toward the stairs to Spinovin. As the witch's home faded from view, the land began to rumble, they turned back to see Baba Yaga's hut lift from the ground, rising further and further into the air, perched upon chicken legs as thick as birch trees. The cabin walked off toward the south, leaving its garden and pumpkins to the squirrels and deer. These strange wonders behind them, and the unnatural darkness of the riders three gone, the trio once again reached the silk stairs to Spinnevind, this time under the rays of a beautiful sun. The Poor Knight, written by K.A. Stats, produced with additional sound design and accordion by Travis Fencroft, edited with sound design and mixing by Dane Leonardson, with music by Stephen Malin, Ryan McQuinn, and Travis Fencroft, starring Sam Yao, Paul Maya, David Devereaux, Juliana Gutierrez, Erebusadora, and Alpha Takahashi. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.